Hi everybody, thanks for coming back to check out the Retail Bliss blog. On this week's audio blog, I'm going to share with you some tips on what you can do when your e-commerce store has no sales. So let's dig in. So it's totally common for, I would say in the first few years of your e-commerce business, and definitely within the first year, to go um, days where you have zero sales. In fact, if I look back, um, I've been running a circle now for over four years. And I think last year we were lucky that we only had, I think we had one day in the calendar year where we had no sales. Um, but every other single day, obviously we had sales and usually pretty decent sales, although it does ebb and flow. Um, but the first few years of business for me were very, very different. I would have long stretches of time where I had no sales. Um, in fact, I remember back in 2013, I had just launched and circled in late 2012 and I had hired a PR firm, which I'll talk about later in another episode as to why that's not necessarily a good idea. Um, and then I fired them because they were so expensive and they weren't doing anything. And then I realized I had no plan for building traffic to my store. And literally in March 2013, I think I sold one item like the whole month. That is just embarrassing. So embarrassing. And lucky for me, I was working full time still. So this was just my side hustle at the time running encircled. But you can imagine how stressful that would be um, for a job. You know, if it was your full time job, it would be very stressful. But if it was your part time job, I mean, you're trying to pursue something and you want signs that you're doing the right things and going in the right direction. And definitely a day of zero sales is not the sign you're looking for. So if you're experiencing this right now, either regularly or periodically or rarely, there's probably some stuff in this audio vlog that you can relate to and hopefully take away to build a stronger traffic building plan for your store. So the first thing I want to start with is that if you're experiencing no sales with your e-commerce store, either right now, this week, this month, this year, whatever your time frame is, first of all, just don't feel bad about it number one because making yourself feel bad or like you're a loser because your store isn't generating revenue or that your product sucks or your brand sucks is just going to get you into a spiral of shame which is not good because it has a tendency when we focus on all the negative things it has a tendency to make us do nothing and put a lot of us into analysis paralysis or just a lot of us into inaction because we start feeling sorry for ourselves we start feeling like the victim and then we tend to do nothing so if you're feeling bad about yourself right now because your e-commerce store sales suck, then snap out of it. I'm the one here to tell you to stop it because feeling bad for it, for yourself, yes, you can do it for a minute and feel sorry about yourself, but you got to stop because you got to take action. Ultimately, a great example that recently happened to me was we launched our Boxing Day sale. Boxing Day is December 26th for those who are outside of Canada and the UK and Australia, because it's primarily a holiday focused in those countries. Um, and we launched it. And I remember I was up because I was changing creative on our website and we had a few sales kind of trickle in. And then I was like, oh my God, this is not good. Because the year before the sales were just like, ching, 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 ching. And so I was watching the sales and I was like, okay, just go to bed. And when I woke up in the morning, I was so upset because I logged in and I felt like the sales were like, nowhere near where they needed to be so I started to feel really sorry for myself and I'll be totally honest I cried 
and I called my boyfriend and he was pretty much like, well, that sucks, but what are you going to do about it? And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's exactly what I needed to hear. So I decided, you know what, before it was like the morning, I guess, of Boxing Day. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to extend the sale for another day. Um, so I edited my second email that was supposed to go out and extended the sale. And I put up some Facebook ads and I started doing some Facebook posts and I started doing some Instagramming and I took action. And guess what? It actually really worked. So not only did I double my sales over the previous year, I actually think I more than doubled it. I actually beat my target for Boxing Day. So that type of action, when you're feeling like you've done stuff and you're not achieving your goal, getting into that zone of inaction is just not the place to be. So if you have no sales right now in your e-commerce store and you're sitting in that zone of inaction, snap out of it. If you don't have somebody to tell you to do that, I'm telling you that right now. Now, the next thing you're going to want to do, obviously, is take some action. So we don't want to just throw spaghetti at the wall. We want to take some very focused action for your business that will maximize your traffic for the least amount of effort and cost. That's the goal. Because when you think about it, and I talk about this a lot in my blog and in previous vlogs that I've done and audio blogs, e-commerce really comes down to a science or a math formula. You really want to get good quality traffic. You want to have a solid conversion rate to produce and a good average order value. So the average sale to produce solid sales, revenue, whatever you want to call it, top line sales. Um, And if any of those metrics are really out of whack or not growing or trending downwards, it can really negatively affect your sales. So what I would suggest if you're in this state and say you're not an e-commerce store owner who's starting from day one, say you're just having a bad January, let's, for example, because it's January and January retail is is a tough month, definitely a softer sales month. Um, So it's January 17th as I record this. And so say month to date, your sales are just sucking. So what you're going to want to do if you've had an e-commerce store for at least some period of time, let's say a year, you can do some analysis. So I would do some quick analysis. I would take your Google Analytics, or if you're in Shopify, you can open up the Shopify dashboard, and hopefully you're subscribed to the plan that has reporting enabled, because that's super important. Um, If you don't, Google Analytics is a great substitute. And if you don't have that set up, let this be a warning that you need to set that up, or else you should not have an online store, because there's no reason why people should have an online store without analytics set up in Google. But I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, But what I want to say about that is that There's really something um, important about looking at the analytics because it can tell you where you're falling short. So as an example, you're gonna wanna look at your traffic. So typically I look at uniques, unique visitors. Um, In Google Analytics, that's pretty easy to find. There's a bunch of tutorials online if you just Google Google Analytics tutorials or something like that to walk you through the the, um, back end of analytics. But you're gonna wanna look at your uniques. Um, I would look at them versus last month. So have they gone up or down? I would look at them also versus last year. Is your traffic up or down versus last year? Um, And then I'd also look at your conversion rate. So your conversion rate, which I've talked about, is just the percentage at which um, visitors are converting into sales. So finding out that metric is really, really important. Google Analytics will also track that, as will Shopify in their advanced reporting dashboard. And looking at that versus last month or 
last year, depending on how you like to view your business. I like to look at both, quite honestly. Um, I come from the school of year-over-year growth, and I think that's from spending years at Colgate-Palmolive, who looks at that, Um, whereas startups tend to look at month-over-month growth. Um, I look at both within Circled. Um, But I look a lot at year-over-year, I think, because it shows um, steady growth, unless you're in like a hockey stick, which is a high-growth industry. Um, I think you're going to want to be looking at year-over-year as well. Um, And then you're going to want to look at your average order value. So taking a look at that metrics, that's basically on average how much people are spending with each transaction. And is that number up or down over last year? And if you're looking at those metrics, you can do some quick analysis and see. So if your traffic's down, like boom, there's a problem. You need to get your traffic up. If your conversion rate is down, then that's another problem. You need to get your conversion rate up. Now, if your average order value is down, you also need to get your average order value up. Now, hopefully all of those three metrics are not down because that's not good, but it's possible. Um, And definitely don't panic if that's a situation because depending on the quality of traffic you're driving, if you're driving, let's say you've done some promotions or something like that on a blog that wasn't a fit, you may be driving poor quality traffic that doesn't convert as well. So there's a lot of factors here and they may not purchase as much. Um, That can really make a difference. So I would take a look at what the major driver is. So which of those three metrics is down the most? If they're equal, then you'll have to approach this a little bit differently, but I'm betting that one of them is down significantly more than the other. Um, Unless you've made major changes to your website, your conversion rate is probably okay. Um, Although if there's something really funky with that, you're gonna wanna look at your website, you're gonna wanna look at your overall user experience, you're gonna wanna look at it from the lens of a customer and see if there's anything funky on your website that's prohibiting people from purchasing or hitting that buy button. Um, The average order value, that could be a product mix component. So have you launched any lower price products this year that you didn't have last year? That can automatically have an effect on bringing the average order value down. One sneaky trick I have for bringing the average order value up is that you want to increase your shipping minimum. So a lot of people do free ship over 100 or free ship over 150. I always recommend to my clients taking a look at your average order value and then booting it up about 15 to 20% um, and making that your ship minimum. Um, you know, and that will have a heavy impact because you'll be surprised the amount of people who will throw in an extra item just to get free shipping, even if the free shipping is cheaper than the item and they don't need the item. Um, it's, it's a very common consumer behavior because customers hate paying for shipping. Um, so the last thing I'm going to suggest is really around traffic. So as I mentioned, if your traffic is down um, consistently month to month, there's a problem with the way you're promoting and marketing your brand. So that's a much larger audio blog, but I just want to highlight that if that's the metric that consistently you're noticing is really low, um, you need to have traffic to make sales. So if you only have, you know, 500 visitors in a month, and let's say you have 1% conversion rate, you're not going to be able to make $10,000 a month. Like it's just not possible unless you're selling like, you know, I don't know, a $10,000 diamond ring or something like that. You need to drive traffic to your store. Just like if you think about it, like a retail store, you need to have people walking by and coming into the store and visiting it. And not everybody's going to buy, but you need to have people in there because some people will buy 
So that's really important. So if your sales are sucking and your traffic is sucking, then you need to make a plan to build your traffic. So starting on that plan is going to be the most difficult thing. So I'm just going to top line a few things that I would suggest thinking about when developing that plan, um, because that's definitely a much more in-depth discussion. And I have a lot of great um, blogs that I've written in the past about boosting your traffic and traffic building and being very tactical about it, which means just focusing on small things that you can do. Um, And I do believe that's a good stopgap measure, especially if you've fallen behind in your marketing plan, which we all do. Um, I'm definitely falling behind myself personally for Encircled um, due to some holiday business and HR stuff. But I definitely want to suggest that building a plan for for a long-term view, for like a 90-day view, I think is the best idea. But let's start with like a short-term plan. So you're going to want to look at how you've driven traffic successfully in the past. So no surprise here, but success leaves clues. So go back to those analytics and have a look at who's driving the most traffic and who's driving the most revenue. Take those people into account. Say it was a blog post that, you know, a fashion blogger wrote about your brand. And maybe that was like six months ago. Can you email her and ask her if she'd be interested in reviewing XYZ product of yours, or if she'd be interested in re-promoting that for a fee. Like, go to where you've done things before that are already successful and try and reignite that. Whether it's following up, revisiting, having them re-promote, if you're working with influencers. Um, Maybe you did a Facebook ad campaign that was really successful. Could you redo that with a different product and similar target? Um, stuff like that, look at what's worked and try and replicate that. That is the easiest way to build traffic. Starting from ground zero and taking an approach where you're kind of trying to decide which channels work best. And you definitely will have to do that at some point, especially if you're building from the ground up from an online store. But if you already have some data, use that data that shows the success and go from there. But let's say you are that person who doesn't have a lot of data, or maybe your sales success has been really sucky, not just for like a month, but for like a year. Um, Then you want to start from the ground up approach. So that is the whole approach I talk about um, in an upcoming e-course that I'm developing. But essentially, it's the whole process I take my clients through, which is really taking a careful look at your brand value proposition, because how you position your brand is critically important to driving traffic because it's what differentiates you, what makes you interesting, not only to your customers, but to influencers and the press. Um, And it's all about finding your dream client online. Where does she or he hang out online? And tapping into that through influencers, through social media, and through any applicable channel that works for your dream client. So that process is really, really important because otherwise you'll end up wasting a lot of money. And if you ever see like a course or a blogger or somebody like me talking about the one solution to driving millions to your commerce store, they are blowing smoke up your ass because there is no one solution. The answer is it's different for every business and there's going to be a period where you're going to have to test and learn some things and that may mean wasting some money. And I know nobody likes hearing that, but I've done blogger promotions and I've done Facebook ads that made me no money, but you know what? I learned from them. So I think the idea of building a marketing and traffic plan from the ground up is really scary, 
but it's ultimately what's going to get you that traffic. And if you're doing that consistently on a month to month basis and also planning from a higher level as well, then you'll start to build that consistent ebb ebb of traffic flowing into your business and that's super important because when you have down times where you get super busy shipping orders or somebody quits or you know you have a production problem and you can't focus on the marketing at least you have this consistent flow of traffic already in the pipeline so ultimately to me building traffic is a secret to online store success i know there's a lot of other metrics that go into it but if you have strong traffic you will get some sales So hopefully you found this inspiring and helpful and that you're doing great things with your e-commerce store. And I know that you have the potential to do that. So definitely take some notes, write down three things you can do tonight tactically to build your traffic. And don't forget to take a look at your Google Analytics before you start making some plans. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you guys next week. Take care.